All right, welcome to the show. This is episode 23. Uh, we are a man down tonight, but it is Kayla, Lena, and myself, Eli. Um, so this episode is will probably be kind of short, I think. Um, we we As we mentioned in the last episode, we kind of... Um, we were in the weird uh, area where we didn't have the, the streaming stuff released yet, so we didn't really know what was coming out for the month. Um, and now that it's already October, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it. Um, you can go to musiccityhard.com. We did post all the streaming stuff. Um, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix, Shudder. Um, they all have goodies, of course. So, um, so check that out. Um, so the only thing new, I mean, I guess we were going to mention... Um, uh, by the time this airs, it's the what it'll be the twelfth, I think, October twelfth. I think it was when it, this will be released. Uh, the new Goosebumps will be released this Friday. So yes, we're, okay. We're Did fans. you guys see the first one when it came oh, out? A few oh years yeah, ago? I went to the theaters. And I, me I too. Not. I need to. Though. Oh, it's so cute. I've got to see it. <laughs> I took. There was a girl who I taught when she was in sixth grade, and I think it had been a couple years since I taught her. And uh, she sent me a message on Instagram and was like, do you want to go see the Goosebumps movie? And I was like, yeah. So it's like I actually got to take like a kid to the movies to go see it. And it was so much more fun than just like seeing it with other adults because, you know, just the, the light in the kids' eyes when they see like Slappy and Jack Black is, I can't remember the R.L. Stein knockoff name that he goes by. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, it was so much fun. I love those movies. I actually saw that. I think I went to the theater and saw that by myself. So so good though. Yeah. And I was also, skeptical. Going to the movies by yourself is underrated. Oh, I do it constantly. Yeah, actually, the last thing we'll mention is a movie I just saw in the movies by myself. So, but um, um, but yeah, um, I was you know skeptical because Jack Black's kind of been up or down last few years, but um. I don't know. It was like the perfect role for him, really. I mean, it was, it was really good. So, um, but yeah, this one is, I think, more Halloween oriented. So I think it's going to be a perfect, uh, perfect addition to the Halloween library. Um, and then, of course, next week, the return of Michael Myers, Halloween will be released. Um, it's on the 19th. I keep thinking it's the 20th, but the 20th is a Saturday, so it's the 19th. Yeah. Okay. How big of a deal do you think that's going to be? I think it's going to be, I think it's going to blow everything out of the water. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be huge. Yeah. I mean, a, lot of, a lot of forecasts are saying it's, you know, possibly going to be the biggest Halloween movie of all time and like the franchise, not the movie. Well, maybe the maybe just the Halloween genre too i don't know but um Mm. yeah i I think it's um i don't know if we'll have a i don't know if we'll do the business that it did last year but you know that proved that there is a hunger for a well-made studio horror movie you know Um, yeah and it's been getting really good uh i mean already had good buzz anyway but the reviews have been actually really great so Mm -hmm. I'm really excited. I was a little like kind of, I was kind of worried, but then I heard the reviews were fantastic and like, all right, like let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> let's get this going. I'm excited about it. It'll be good. I think, I mean, part of it we'll save for the, 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 the rest of the show, but um, yeah, it was just a, I don't know. It, it was kind of a head scratcher when they announced it. 
And then, because originally, like, I just heard it in passing, and so I thought it was something to do with, like, the Rob Zombie Halloween movies, like a, a part three, because they originally were going to do a, th- a Halloween 3 with Rob Zombie, and it was going to be, like, a 3D. I think that was the name of a ha- Halloween 3D. And mm-hmm. so I just thought it was something in related to that, and I, I wasn't a fan of the second one, so I was just kind of like, whatever. And then I found out who was writing it, I was still kind of like, whatever. And then... Jamie Lee Curtis is back. I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then they described the timeline. I was like, what is going on? And I just like, it just kept, it just, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And like, um, finally, I guess they released one of the trailers like, ah, oh, okay, that doesn't look bad. And then the, the most recent one, um, I, that, that kind of like sealed it for me. I was, I was pretty, pretty sold at that point. So, um, but, um, yeah, I I anticipate that one being really big and um um yeah. So, but yeah, I was going to briefly talk about I did go see Hellfest um whenever it was out like a week ago or two weeks ago whenever it was released and um um I accidentally just said that I saw it by myself. I did not. I was with my <laughs> wife, so <laughs> Um, is she looking at you right now like no. uh, I was right there no. well luckily she doesn't listen to the show so it doesn't really matter <laughs> but, um, but yeah we saw it open a weekend um, I mean I was I don't know I was kind of surprised I don't I, I guess I really didn't know what I was expecting going into it but um, I mean it really kind of plays into the um, uh, like Halloween Horror Nights like that kind of thing. And it's, it's just like, it's a, you know, it's a haunted house, but it's set up like a, a music, like a whole, an entire park. And, um, and, but it was, you know, it's kind of, it was R rated, but it wasn't, um, super gory or super bloody. It was more for the language. And, um, but I enjoyed it. I mean, it was, it almost kind of reminded me of, um, uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, almost kind of like trick or treat, like how it kind of flew under the radar. But I was like, man, this is awesome. Like, I I don't know. It, it was a fun movie. Yeah. Like, and, what's it about? Like a little synopsis because I don't really know. Um, so basically in a nutshell, they go to this park and, you know, again, it's, it's like Halloween Horror Nights. So you're just, you know, there's walkers in costume walking around and, you know, you can get to the point where there's like an extreme haunt and they can touch you and Tony Todd's in it, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, and, um, a guy gets into the park and steals a mask from one of the performers and starts killing people. So it's like, it's, it's like a slasher, but it's kind of, um, and this is spoilers by the way, in case anybody still wants to see it. Um, well, I won't say that. Never mind. Um, but it, it's, I mean, it, <laughs> I was supposed to say, oh, I'm yeah, come right. on. <laughs> I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have discussed that before I just dropped it on there. So oh, I wouldn't have said anything, but I would have just been secretly disappointed. Yeah. Like, a good, like a good Southerner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, Lane and I would just like be texting be- about you behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe Eli, Eli, Eli. <laughs> Well, what else is new? Yeah. <laughs> But, um, no, but I mean, it was, um, um, 
I don't I, I don't think it did enough box office to like take it further, but like I think they could take it, you know, do another one. And um but um I I don't have time to look it up. Uh she's kind of turning into like a like a modern horror girl. She was actually in um uh that movie we watched together, American Christmas or Christmas Horror Story or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um she was in one of those stories and then she was in um um uh what is it called? It's on sci fi. No man's house. Channel Zero. Oh, Channel Zero. Oh, okay. She was on the second season of that, like the one that kind of like put that show on the map, the one about the haunted house. She was like the main girl. Yeah, yeah. So it was the main girl. Um she's in Hell House, yeah. Or Hellfest. So um so that's like three pretty I don't know, recognizable roles in the, you know, horror, sci-fi, whatever you want to call it, genre. So, so yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't terrible. Um, I think, (laughs) I think with it being R rated, I guess people expected more blood and guts, but I would put it on like par with like scream, you know, like it was, Mm -hmm. there was a couple little parts, but it wasn't like super bloody and super gory. Um, I think at the end of scream where it's getting bloody and gory, it's kind of more campy. It's not really like terrifying, you know? So, um, you know, but anyways, yeah, that's, 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 that's Hellfest. So. Cool. Um, has anyone seen Venom yet? I'm curious. Not yet. No, yeah, not I haven't yet. Seen it either. I know. I know. I've, I've seen some, uh, a couple of good reviews about it. And yeah. I really, to be honest, I haven't seen any bad reviews. Ooh. I've seen Thanks. a weird mix actually. Yeah. I've seen it's nothing but really bad reviews. Weird. Nothing but bad. <laughs> and, I think that they really hurt it by making it PG-13. It's like, why would you do that after Deadpool? Why? Like, yeah. I don't understand why that was went through their minds that it would be unacceptable for that. I think that really screwed it up big time. Yeah. Also, why did they keep covering Tom Hardy's face? Again, I keep bringing it up every time. <laughs> but why did they do that? I don't. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. I don't get it. Like, stop doing that. And maybe I'll go see your movie. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's there's a few movies that like just perfectly lend itself to R rating, and um, you know, even like like The Punisher is not a movie right now, but it's on Netflix, and that's R. Daredevil's R. Um, Deadpool, you know, the last Wolverine they did with Logan, uh, it was R. Um, so I mean, the next you know an obvious candidate for that would be Venom, and they even were describing it as like a kind of a horror influenced comic book movie and then boom it's pg-13 and i get it you got to make a lot of money back on these movies because you spend an insane amount of money on them but um you know obviously the last two deadpools and then logan were all huge hits and they were all rated so right yeah i mean i'm a little bummed um a buddy of mine john he's he's huge comic book guy he saw it open tonight he loved it but i mean he loves most horror or comic book movies so that may not be the best um judge of character of you know judge <laughs> of, of the movie itself but um i, I want to talk to some of my not hardcore comic book fan you know mm-hmm. friends and mm-hmm. see what they think but um i don't know i might i might catch it on a sunday afternoon or something before it leaves the theater but it's just not really a priority right now. Um, have y'all checked out? Um, it's called Malevent on Netflix. 
I just not, saw yeah. that. Um, I hadn't watched it because um, I hadn't been home in a couple of days, but it um, it popped up on my Netflix thing, and I'm really curious about it. But yeah, me too. Oh, it's so hard this time though, because streaming services this year are actually really killing it with their things they're putting up. I feel like I feel like last year was kind of awful. Like they didn't put up a whole lot yeah. um, that I expected, and this year they're really doing a good job. So there's so much to watch. Yeah. And it's so hard. <laughs> so I see that and I'm like, maybe I'll get to it if it's absolutely amazing and someone tells me about it. But oh, it's so hard to choose what to watch. Yeah. Well, yeah. that one's I watched a, the trailer. It looked pretty good. Yeah, it's I don't know. It 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 popped up and I guess I watched it the day it was released. I didn't even know it was like a new release. I just saw it. Like, oh, okay, I'll try it out. And um it's a Netflix Netflix exclusive, so Either somebody made it and they just bought it or they financed it. I don't know what their back end deal is or whatever, but um it's um I mean it's pretty good. Um, um I mean I wasn't blown away, you know. There wasn't anything that like I haven't seen before, I guess. I mean there was a couple little twists that I was kinda like, Oh, okay. Um and it's like set in like 1981 for some reason. Um, <laughs> which I, get, I mean, I feel like everything now you have to set it in the 80s. It's yeah. just yeah. the expectation for yeah. the next yeah. year it's or so. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it didn't really like help the movie or hurt it. I guess you know. I think a lot of it that I've seen is like people set things in the 80s mainly because of like the the isolation factor, you know, no cell phones and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. But like this story could have been like last week and it would have been the same story, really. Um, uh-huh. So, but, um, you know, I think it's I think we've talked about it before. I think it's just a testament to these big companies investing in horror and I mean, even if it's just they just throw it up on Netflix for free, I mean, it's still a quality, you know, it's still above a, um, um, you know, a, a direct to DVD movie. You know what I mean? It's 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 uh, a step yeah. over Sharknado or whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> so nothing what? against Sharknado. Um, but um, I was about to say, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. So but, uh, but yeah, so I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad. But yeah, you're right. There's a lot of stuff on streaming. This 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 year it seems. I will point out this though. I'm pretty bummed with the the Halloween selection um, at the at the at the retail stores. Uh, Target last year, yeah. I dropped so much money at Target last year um, on their. Um, they, they had all kinds of. Uh, well, their biggest thing last year was the Universal Monsters. Um, oh, they had yeah. costumes and masks and mm-hmm. um, a lot of the like. I call them props but like the decorations for your desk and all that kind of stuff i mean they were they were just awesome so i was really excited for this year's and nothing and i I went like two days ago like okay we're in october let's see what they've got no there hasn't really been anything added that they don't already have so um yeah i don't know and i mean there's obviously other places but that's like two miles from my house that's always where i go first so i was a little Mm -hmm. A little bummed with the, the selection for 2018. I definitely think 2017 smoked it, but you know that's fine. Yeah, I, yeah, I did spend a lot of money last year. <laughs> it was pretty oh, yeah. great though. Um, but yeah, I hadn't really gotten that much like cute Halloween stuff, and I usually use 
this time of year to just buy dinner general uh, decorating things because mm-hmm. just kind of keep it up all year but they're either like really goofy looking where I wouldn't want to keep it up all year or uh, it's just not my style I don't know it's kind of odd um, but even at TJ Maxx I hadn't seen much I just buy all the candles um, <laughs> and wish that I had a dog so I could buy a dog costume <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can't wait I to see your slimy in his costume. I know. I need to <laughs> get some go-tos, uh, but I need to find him some something new. I just don't oh. know why. He's got the Headless Horseman costume, of course. That's my favorite thing I've that's got, ever happened in, oh, on the internet. So good. <laughs> I've seen like a sushi costume for dogs recently, <sighs> so maybe he, he needs that. But that would be oh, super that's cute. cute. Or maybe something that we could uh, do a little uh, combo tag team kind of costume together. <laughs> Couples costume. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be so great. Yes. Oh, I always um, wanted like a fluff, like um, a wire, like Jack Russell Terrier, just so we could be Dorothy and Toto. Oh, and um, yeah. yeah, like I would pretty much get a dog like that. For that costume. I mean, I would obviously love the dog, but that's pretty important. (laughs) Um, Before we leave our new stuff, I wanted to throw this in real quick. Did you guys see some of the new photos from the Pet Cemetery remake? Yes. That came out today? The trailer drops tomorrow. Yes. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm really curious about it. Um, Because I'm always... I've lately... So I've been really skeptical at a lot of these remakes or um, sequels to all of these horror movies coming out lately, but apparently they're doing it really well. And I keep hearing good things, and apparently the Pet Cemetery is also really great, too. And So I'm going to try to be a little less skeptical about it than I was before, <laughs> but I think make, it'll be good. You could have your cat be like the cat from Pet Cemetery. I mean, she kind of already is. <laughs> like... <laughs> Just kind of the evil undead. undead. <laughs> undead. <laughs> She's got the evil part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I find a cemetery like that, I love her so much that she won't be any less evil than she already is after she raises, rises from the dead anyway, so it shouldn't be too bad. <laughs> She'll probably like, church be... was nice, and that was kind of hard, but Roxy, she's already off to a mean start. <laughs> yeah. She'll probably just be a little bit more crabby. <laughs> yeah. She's already pretty crabby, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. It was kind of... Like, they got to the point where they're already dropping a trailer, like, really quickly. Like, I, if... It yeah. seems like they just started filming in September. I, I, don't, I don't know when they started, but it just... I didn't start hearing about it until not long ago. And so the fact that they've already dropped... They're dropping a trailer, like, holy crap. So, like, I don't know if it's just moving that quickly or maybe they started earlier or... Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it comes out in like February. It's, it's not like Dang. a yeah, it's not like a fall movie or something. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could I could oh. click a window open and Google it, but I'm not going to. So, but I, I just, feel like that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know. It just seems quick. Um, but you know, uh, Stephen King had kind of a renaissance year last year, and. Um, you know, mainly everything was good. There were some duds. Um, I think Castle Rock this year wasn't really his thing, but he's associated with it. It was definitely a dud, in in my opinion. So yeah, um, it's just kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> so um, 
but we'll see. Um, I think the studios are seeing, you know, after it, of course, that there's there's money there. So hopefully they're investing yeah. the, the proper time and money into the project. I just want them to treat him right, you know, because writers don't really get a lot of power necessarily for how their things are um, adapted. So I just hope that they treat Mr. King with the respect that he deserves at this point, not just throw out a bunch of garbage. So I believe he's earned it. You know, it's not the 70s anymore, 80s. Like, got to treat him right. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I agree. Um. Well, cool. Well, that was kind of uh, the new stuff. So, I don't know. Oh, um, one more thing. So, we might actually record another episode before this comes out, but I'm not sure. Another movie that I was really skeptical about, even on the podcast, I was talking crap about it. It's the Suspiria remake. It's apparently a perfection that it's, like, super gorgeous. And apparently it's Mm. absolutely, like, transcendent like amazing so you know oh, yeah i can't wait for that that trailer was so good oh wild it was so yeah. awesome so i i will go see it and hopefully i will be proven wrong for my first opinion so we'll see okay. <laughs> but queen tilda you know we talked about her before how amazing she is so i think that she can do it we'll see <laughs> yeah yeah it was, when does it, that come out it's November. Uh, the 20, I thought it comes out the 26th of October. Or maybe it like okay. Select Cities opens then. Yeah, I uh, think yeah. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I doubt Rochester well, will be one of the Select Cities, but maybe Nashville will get a <laughs> <laughs> special showing. Yeah, it says October 26th, but I think like the, the wide release is like November 2nd or 9th or something. Okay, cool. Yeah, good. It's gonna be so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel positive. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kayla, are there any new horror books that you can think of? Oh man, um, I've been reading a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. So I just read, and I posted a quick story about it on Instagram, but I hadn't really talked about it much after, because um, I read a lot of it on the airplane. I read a book called God in the Shed. Um, and let me look up who wrote it because I can't ever remember how to spell his name, but it's really good. So it's, uh, J F Dubow. Um, and if people like true detective, it's kind of like that small town. There's some really nasty, gory, murdery things and people are trying to solve it. And there's a lot of, um, plots and characters that overlap um we get to hear about like the history of the town and the people um it's really it's really good it's one of those things that made me feel like um it would be a fantastic like tv show it's very visual um it's also really gory and i feel like i don't really read a lot of gory books i feel like most of the books i read are more ghosts or haunted houses or psychological thrillers so to read something where it's like body parts everywhere and lots of blood is a little unusual. Um, but it was, it was pretty metal. It was awesome. And I had to hide the cover from people on the airplane (laughs) because it was, it's really violent. There's like bones and blood and stuff. It's like, Oh my God, they're going to think I'm so weird. (laughs) But but it it was good. 
if people want to read like a um, really like actually scary book for Halloween, this is a this is a good one. And even people who are, you know, cool with like more intense horror um, or more like exciting stuff will probably like this too. Excellent. Yes, um, but there's a lot of new stuff out because it's Halloween time and October's a big publishing month. Um, but there's just so much to get to. It's so hard. I feel like next year I'm going to end up reading all horror, and <laughs> I'll keep y'all updated on that. I have oh, a, yeah. a plan, so okay. <laughs> it'll be a pretty crazy year. Yeah. Kayla's horror book club. I can see it now. <laughs> it'll be there so you go. Fun. I'll do I that. love. It. Yeah. yeah, if people listening want to be in a book club, I'm always looking for people to talk about books with. So let me know. <laughs> let us know. We'll all do it together. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. That's all I have to interject. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Books. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Words and pages. Yeah. <laughs> Words and pages. Um, cool. Well, I think we're going to get over to this week's fun facts. I think, right? I think that's next. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So when we come back, we'll have those. Facts of the week. All right. Take it away, Lena. Thank you, Eli. Today, my fun facts are about a movie that's about to celebrate its 40th anniversary this month. And spoiler alert, our podcast episode's about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a movie about the boy with the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. The movie <laughs> where we're asked, do you see anything you like? And, you know, we've got to throw in that wrestling, uh, you know, thing. So as Daniel Bryan would say, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halloween from 1978. Yay. Starring Michael Aubrey Myers. Did y'all know his middle name was Aubrey? What? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's a thing, but, uh, yeah, it's a very I did thing. just because I, I looked up some facts for the episode. So yeah. <laughs> um, where does it, it actually, sorry, I'm taking over your facts here. Um, <laughs> hang on. I just looked at that. Um, well, now I can't find it. Oh yeah. Um, it says his name is mentioned in the final film. Yes, yeah, his doctor says his full name is Michael Aubrey Myers. Anyways, yeah, I don't know which movie that is. I don't know if that's the Rob Zombie one or if that's part six. So, anyways, go ahead. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, so, Halloween was shot in 20 days in the spring of 1978, made on a budget of $300,000, and it became the highest grossing independent movie ever made at that time. Now, some of my facts are going to be pretty well known facts. Um, to the hardcore fans, but some people may not know about like this next one. Um, the mask that Michael wears is actually a star Trek, star Trek, William Shatner mask that they spray painted white. (laughs) And apparently William Shatner did not know for a long time that they used uh, a mask of his face, but that he was honored. And (laughs) two other masks that were contenders, I guess were of Richard Nixon and Spock. So, very interesting. Um, Next, originally, Nick Castle, who plays um, Michael with the mask on, 
was on set just to watch the movie be filmed. Um, it was at the suggestion of John Carpenter uh, that he took up the role of Michael Myers. So could you imagine that? You're just there to watch the movie, and all of a sudden you're the star. That's so cool. <laughs> or one of the stars, I should say. Yeah, that, that's pretty awesome. Um, my next fact is about the score of the movie. Um, the iconic score was manifested after a critic's negative review um, said that it wasn't scary because originally there was no music at all. So mm. yeah, I could imagine it not being scary. I mean, the music I love so much. Like I just ride around listening to that soundtrack. Um, but he composed it in just three days. So that's wow. pretty crazy. That's, a, <laughs> that's amazing. It's a lot of hard work. He's got some skills. Oh, yeah, he got skills. He probably just like locked the door and just worked straight for three days, um, which is awesome. That's amazing. All right. When they were shooting the beginning of the film, where it's from Michael's point of view, and he's a child who's about to murder his sister, um, they couldn't get the child actor till the last day. So the producer, Deborah Hill, volunteered to be Michael for any scenes where his hands come into view. So this is why the nails on young Michael Myers are well manicured. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to watch that next time. I need to think about that. That's really hilarious. (laughs) Definitely going to watch for that. Um, Let's see. Halloween went on to make $47 million, which is insane back then. Um, It remained the most profitable independent film ever until that record was broken in 1999. And I was going to see if you guys wanted to guess what movie broke that record. Blair Witch. Yes. Yes. Nailed it. Good job, yes. It's pretty wild. I love Blair Witch. I know too too much about it. It's fair. Every time I watch Blair Witch, not to get off topic, but I find something new in that movie that I didn't notice before. It's amazing. (laughs) Um, Lastly, my last fact, and since this is Lena's fun facts, this is actually a fun fact about me. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! I already know this about my pumpkin tattoo on my foot. His name is Lonnie because of a scene from the movie where Dr. Loomis is in the bushes and then there's kids running up to Michael's uh, house uh, like on a dare to go inside. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Loomis says, Lonnie, get your ass away from there. So, <laughs> oh my God. So. That's so cool. That's pretty awesome. Lonnie. I love it. As always, perfection. (laughs) I love it. And Plani liked it too. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) He knows his mom works very hard at her fun facts. (laughs) He proves. (laughs) Plani, who's uh, got a new rap name. I don't know how many people's dogs have rap names, Um, but it's Little G because he ate a scrunchie the other day. Oh my god! <laughs> you scrunch, <laughs> little scrunch. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's amazing, little scrunchy. He can like hang out with like little yachty, who I yeah. doubt ate a yacht, but watch out for his new mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have to put him as with the headless horseman costume on the cover, of course. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so cute. 
Well, I think um, I think the fun facts this week are a perfect segue into the show topic. Um, it is another retro re- rewind. I don't know. I've been stumbling with that lately. Retro rewind, and it is about um, John Carpenter classic Halloween. Um, and when we play the retro re- damn it retro rewind music, um, we'll come back and we will talk about it. Retro rewind topic tonight is the classic Halloween. Um, I will start. I uh, I was never really a big fan of the franchise. I'll be honest. Um, mm. Hot take. It is a hot take. <laughs> I, um, I love a hot take. I, I well, so the first one I saw was six, the one with Paul Rudd. That was the first like. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if my parents rented it like for me or what, but it was vividly, I remember watching it on VHS and, um, I, um, I wish I had enough material to write a book or like a something about it, but like there's movie, there's like, especially in like the horror genre, there's like, um, set designs and set pieces and lighting, especially like lights that just, like the lighting is incredible and like mm-hmm. that movie, like at the beginning, like the blue lights coming through when he's like breaking out of the, whatever, it just looks mm-hmm. incredible. I mean, the movie's crap, but like, it just looks awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. P- pumpkin head is a really good example of that as well. They, they really use their lights and their beams and stuff. Yeah. Really well. Um, nightmare on Elm street four is another one that kind of looks like a MTV video. Um, mm-hmm. so I wish I had enough, you know, meat to write about that. Cause I just love that topic. But anyways, so that one falls into that category of like the lighting is awesome and all that. But I think we were talking about the first time we saw the first one. And I, I don't, I don't remember. I think Kayla said the same thing. I don't, I don't remember when yeah. I saw the first one. I feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of part of, life i don't know it's like hard to describe i don't remember yeah. when i saw it i just remember always being there it's it kind mm-hmm. of an odd phenomenon yeah i mean i think i saw it as a teenager but i you know but i, I think i saw six first well i think i saw the first one as a kid but i don't know it just didn't stand out i don't know what what the deal was but you know for us being a little bit older we you know, we were around for the whole, well, I mean, I wasn't going to the movie theaters in like 1978, but, um, you know, like we were alive for pretty much the first phase of the franchise, one through six. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I don't know. It was just kind of, by the time they had four come out, it just seemed like they were cashing in on a slasher craze because, you know, Freddie and Jason were killing it and, they brought back Leatherface and they had Chucky and they had Hellraiser mm-hmm. and like, Oh, let's make some of that money. So it was just kind of a odd way to come back. And, you know, four five and six, 
are not great. I love six just because that's the first one I saw, the first one I remember. <laughs> but I just I went back and watched four recently, and it's just it's rough. And <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm kind of bored a little bit. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's a bummer. Yeah, ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I remember. I think I remember thinking about it like actively when Halloween H2O came out because it was on MTV all the time. And I was obsessed with MTV when I was like 11. Sorry, mom. Um, but I watched, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to, but I watched all the time. And I feel like they had commercials all the time and maybe Halloween was shown on TV, the original, I mean. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I feel like I watched it probably on TV you know, TMC or whatever. <laughs> they used to yeah. show those like old you know, if I if you could see me, I'm doing like the little um, quotation marks, like an old movie <laughs> yeah, um, around Halloween yeah. time. Yeah, now I was gonna say maybe like AMC Fear Fest, like way back in the day, because I swear they used to run Fear Fest all of October. I don't I think know. They did too. Yeah, and I used to watch it pretty constantly. Me too. Um, and they had some good stuff. I feel like that's where I saw a lot of these movies that maybe you know I watched it. Uh, part of it when I was, you know, at home and then had to go somewhere else and watch another part later. And, you know, I didn't really remember having an experience necessarily. Yeah. Um, but man, those, they had really good marathons on when we were young, you know? Yeah. Like kids these days, they just, you just watch Hocus Pocus 20 times and call it right. a marathon. And <laughs> it's just not, yeah. it's not the same. I love Hocus Pocus, but like, you gotta change it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, was, I feel like that's where I saw it. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. It, it was like, um, you know, I guess by the time I got to it, or, you know, again, I, I might have seen it as a kid and I just forgot, um, or didn't, you know, didn't have a huge impression or whatever. Um, by the time I watched it and remembered it, I mean, I'd already been obsessed with Freddie and Jason and all that. So it, it was pretty tame compared to that stuff, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. And it was just kind of, uh, I don't, I don't even really know how to explain it. Like, I think, I think overall, I think Friday the 13th kind of, uh, think they botched their series the the most and and what i mean by that is like so the mom's a killer in the one and then jason's two and then he gets his mask in three and then he's dead in four Mm -hmm. and then they have the fake one in five and then they have zombie in six and then and then they have kane in seven and he's like i guess a zombie at that point and then they do eight and he goes to new york and then nine he dies and goes to hell which is garbage and then he goes to space it's just <laughs> it almost reminds me of like the like the fifth the 40s and 50s like abbott and costello meet frankenstein you know that like that kind of stuff yeah. just because it just kept it was just such a weird way that they laid out his story and i don't think the halloween franchise is quite to that degree but there's something like just there's something missing with, with all of those. And I don't know what it is like one and two are fine. I mean, they, they run back to back, you know, it's basically the same night. Um, 
the second one even looks like it was a John Carpenter movie, even though he didn't direct it. Um, three is just crazy. It's just, I love it. It's just so out of place. <laughs> I was about to say, I know you love that. Yeah. But then four, four, five, and six, you know, he, he comes back and then they're kind of introducing the thorn cult thing. And then like, you got the guy in the black show up, but then nothing happens and they don't explain anything. It's like, what is, what does this have to do with anything? And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, with that being said, I've gone back and, um, I, uh, I got like a deal of all deals at Best Buy. I went, ran over there to get, I think, part four on, on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, and they didn't have it. So they said, we'll sell you the box set, which is all of the movies on Blu-ray for 20 bucks. Whoa. Nice. And so my, my first response, though, being an idiot, was like, well, I don't need all of them. I just need four. <laughs> no, wrong. And he's like, it's all of them on Blu-ray for. Tw-. I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Please, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks, so, huh? so that's the set with all six and the two Rob Zombie. So I guess eight of them. Um, yeah. So once I got them, I went back and watched them again and watched, you know, watched them in high definition. Um, definitely can see. Um, especially the first one, obviously the, the genius of it and, um, you know, how much of it was, you know, John Carpenter's skill, how much of it was a score. Um, you know, I think the, the package is well executed. And, um, so I kind of, I kind of hate that I, I wasn't on the the bandwagon earlier, you know, so, Mm -hmm. That's kind of my uh, long my long spiel about it. Yeah, as I was thinking about it, so when I was 13, 14 years old, I remember having a, a Michael Myers doll, and when you squeezed <laughs> him, when you squeezed him, it played the theme song, which was so cool. And I want to say we might have gotten it at Spencer's. In oh Jackson, my God! Spencer's. <laughs> Never forget. Uh, yes. <laughs> And some of my vivid memories of that doll, like I can't remember, you know, maybe you know, maybe it was like H two O, like you said, like around that time I was watching that. But you know, by that time I don't know if I'd seen the original, but uh, I do remember uh, my mom and I and my brother making videos on our computer, trying to act like we were in Blair Witch. So this had to be more like nineteen ninety nine. We were making our own videos, like. I'm out here stranded and I, I hear something. And all of a sudden we would squeeze the doll. So he had played the, the same music oh, and so the doll would pack it. Um, but then another side story from that doll, I was having a sleepover and we had a golf cart and um, my friends and I were on the golf cart and I brought the doll with me. Uh, you know, makes sense, I guess for me. <laughs> I pressed him so that he played his little theme music, whatever. And one of my friends hit the gas so hard that one of my friends flipped off the back of the golf cart. And uh, we, we went back to get her. And when she stood up, she held her pinky up and she's like, I hurt my pinky. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, yeah, that's adorable. Try to like trace back to where my first Michael Myers, uh, you know, images in my brain, and that's what comes up. So, oh, that's so funny. That's as far Um, as I can go back. Yeah, on a related note, (laughs) talking about Spencer's, um, 
they um McFarlane's re-releasing a bunch of his classic stuff and he you know he did like the movie maniacs line and i think he had some of the like you know 10 and 16 inch action figures or dolls or whatever you want to call it so um i just remember all that stuff being at spencer's at the mall and um I was uh, I actually went to Spencer's not too long ago. The, the shirt I had at the movie the other night, Lena was was from there. Um, oh, the no. the Friday Thirteenth three D, but they had an awesome uh, Halloween two shirt and Friday Thirteenth, which one I got, and then Nightmare on Elm Street and like a couple other like horror ones. I was like, holy crap! I haven't been in Spencer's in like twenty years, and they're like still killing it. So, huh. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't even thought they were still around, but. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> kids yeah. got to go somewhere, you know, like us cool <laughs> alternative kids. Exactly. Who liked weird things. We had to have somewhere to go, you know. And then it's there before Hot Topic. It was the original, like, yeah. there for us, you know. <laughs> it was there for us. Yeah. <laughs> still trucking. Uh, yeah, still moving on. Um, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot of memories tied around it. Um, She's kind of always been there. I do. I really like the first movie a lot. Um, and I think it's because I really like Laurie a lot. Um, she's, and I, I get that this is, it becomes like a cliche and horror movies have like the, you know, virginal final girl who's like really sweet and studious and her friends are wild and everything. But like as a teen, I was a lot like Laurie and, you know, she says like, at one point, they're making fun of her for not having any plans. And she's like, boys think I'm too smart. And my mom used to tell me that was the reason that boys didn't like me all the time. <laughs> which is not was not true. It was because I was freaking weirdo. <laughs> and she's like, they're just, they're just intimidating because you're so smart. And so when Laurie said that in the first movie, I, I think I remember being like, oh, like, she's someone I like. Like, this, yeah. she's like me. And I can, I like feel for her um i feel like really tied in by her character and i think that's one of the reasons why the movie has a lot of maybe more longevity than you know i think about like i'm not a huge fan of the jason movies uh myself friday the 13 movies myself and i think it's because like jason has like zero charisma you know he doesn't talk freddie has charisma so like he hangs around but like we're really kind of connected to Lori through the Halloween series. Um, and I feel like, you know, it's interesting as Michael Myers backstory kind of is, Mm -hmm. you know, like she's, she's really interesting. And Jamie Lee Curtis does a good job whenever she shows up for these movies. Um, and I think we just kind of, we just like Lori. She's like the original, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like her a lot. Like, um, I saw Jamie Lee Curtis on Good Morning America the other day. I don't know if y'all saw that, but she was no, talking no, about no, no. the film and she was talking about, and it kind of reminded me of hereditary. She was saying this movie is about crisis and tragedy in a family, how in one mm. generation it just trickles down through your family. Um, and I thought that was super interesting. Interesting. I like that perspective. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's really what cool. she's, she said, like that's what brought her back was, um, the uh, Danny McBride and the, the their director, I forgot his name, Green is his last name. Um, they basically said, Hey, we have a script for Halloween, would you be interested? 
And she said, probably not. And they're like, well, can we send you the script? And she said, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll read it and I'll let you know tomorrow. And she called the next day. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> and it was, um, I, th- I think their pitch was, um, you know, in, in part, and of course they're, they're ignoring everything past the first one. So they said basically mm-hmm. in part one, she was running and in part, and then this one she's fighting, she's not running. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, she, I guess that resonated with her and, um, and then tying it into the, um, with her daughter and then her granddaughter, you know, um, yeah. I have, uh, I have a inkling suspicion that her daughter is going to die. I think we've mentioned that, um, just because mm-hmm. it's Judy Greer and she's like the queen of the background roles. I had, I was talking about Judy Greer this weekend and t- talking about how much I love her in everything. I mean, she's, and she's solid in everything. I mean, she's arrested so development, um, even like I remember, she was uh, she was Orlando Bloom's sister in uh, Elizabethtown. <laughs> uh, oh my god! You know, just just wow. a, just a random role, but she was it was awesome, you know. And um, you know, she was just in the I don't think she was in the sequel, but she was in the Jurassic World, the first like the first one that came out like two years ago. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, she just makes the best of what she's got. But I just have a feeling they're going to disrespect her, and I think she's going to. You know, my guess, I don't know if Lori dies. They, they are labeling it as like her last encounter with him. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think they set it up for a sequel and her, her granddaughter's the one that picks up where, it, you know, kind of a deal. That's that's my hunch. Yeah, that's my hunch. Uh, I'm curious mm-hmm. about I feel like it could go that way or it could just be like completely off the wall and something happens that we just have no idea what to even expect. Because Danny McBride is here. He's a little off the wall, so yeah. I'm pretty curious about that. Yeah, and, and and he said they already have an idea for a sequel. And I, I guess the other day I was reading, I guess they've already started production on the sequel. Now, that, oh. that could just mean they're writing the script, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think... I think with all the preliminary screenings and all the early buzz, I think they're like, oh, shit, we're sitting on a gold mine. So I think they realize it's going to be good. Um, yeah. I will bring up mm-hmm. this. This was a fun fact. Um, I'm on a site called, uh, it's called Geek Tyrant, geektyrant.com. <laughs> and they had, um, oh, copyright infringement, son of a bitch. They said, uh, today I will conclude <laughs> my horror film Fun Facts with John Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah, well, I'll see you in court. So, um, <laughs> well, to be fair, they did it four years ago, so we're probably... Yeah, don't take us to court. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's not. A th- we're just we're just kidding. That's yeah. that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so the very first thing he mentions, and this is like, I'm going to rewatch this now because this just floored me. Like I I don't know. I mean I I would have bet you any amount of money that that this was not the case, but says for years people would tell Carpenter how horrified they were by Michael Myers' grotesquely disfigured face when we get a glimpse of it of. Uh, what which we get a glimpse of when Laurie pulls his mask off for a brief moment near the end of the movie. Um, what's interesting about this is that all audience saw was the ordinary face of the actor playing the part. He had a perfectly normal <laughs> face except for the small <laughs> knife wound inflicted by Laurie during their struggle in the closet. Carpenter has said that this is evidence of the power of suggestion in cinema that the audience saw a monster on screen so assumed that he must look like a monster underneath the mask. Dude, I could have swore 
He had like the the weird eye, like Jason does. Um, mm-hmm. I could I would have bet any amount of money he was disfigured. Like I've I've always thought that he had something going on, and according to Carpenter, he does not. He's a regular regular looking guy, but because of how he's you know what we see the whole movie, we we our brain I guess is playing a trick on us. So that's so interesting. So that floored, yeah. that just floored me. That's so cool. So, um, and then I know Lena's already talked about some, but did anybody else find any other little tidbits? Um, I mean, I have uh, some more if we want to, I just don't want to read off yeah. a list of <laughs> facts. I thought one thing I forgot to mention was that Jamie Lee was 19 when this movie came out. Yeah, she was actually I had a no teenager. idea, which was wild. Yeah. Oh, like she was actually a teenager playing a teenager, which is kind of rare. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, she's so sweet. I know. She's so good. Love her so much. Yeah, she's awesome. And she's so cool anyway. Like I love that they're interviewing her a lot for um like you mentioned what is it, Good Morning America? And it's like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought that they'd be in on I know um, like I'm Halloween so or and like the fact that they interviewed her and she's like charming and everyone just thinks oh. that she's hilarious and super cool. And she's got such a great personality. Also. She does. She's awesome. Um, yeah. And then, you know, she was on the cover of like good housekeeping. It was like a Halloween themed cover. Um, that's just so cool. Um, that she can kind of bring horror to people who, you know, might otherwise like not look at it again, but she's mm-hmm. really like, grown up with people and they really like her a lot. Everybody likes her. Yeah. Yes. Um, what was another one I found? Oh, and this is just kind of common knowledge, but, um, the original script was called the babysitter, babysitter murders. Um, Mm. the events took place over a course of several days. It was a budget, budgetary decision to change the script to have everything happen on the same day and they decided they would set it on Halloween which is the scariest night of the year brilliant yeah. I thought that was very interesting so I'm like I wonder how different that movie would be today if it was still called that Yeah, and it's still the same script you know yeah um, like would it had such an impact if it's mm-hmm. especially if it's over more than one day I think that would be yeah. really interesting too yeah like mm-hmm. if it started on the 30th and ended on like November 2nd like I don't know if it would have had <laughs> right <laughs> it takes a week it's like eh, the fact that it's so like fast paced kind of makes it like interesting yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I thought this was interesting too the killer is referred to as the shape in the script and credits for this film the word shaped was used by Cotton Mather and Nathaniel Hathorne in reference to the Salem witch trials to, to describe specters or spirits of the accused during mich- mischief or harming another person. <gasps> That's such an interesting fact. I, I love mm-hmm. Salem witch trial stuff. Um, like super interested in it. And so that's a, that's a really fun fact for me. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's so cool. There's um, the Salem uh, I think it's called the Salem Horror Film Festival, and it just—I think yes. it just, just went it's, on, or just, it's still or going on. Still I don't. Know. Yes, um, it's uh, there's one, there's something every weekend, and I feel really sad because the Faculty of Horror is going to be at the one. 
this weekend and they're going to do talks and show movies and like be on panels. And I just want to be best friends with them. Yeah. But they do it every, they do it pretty much. I think they did it last year too. So I'm like, okay, this year, maybe they're just not ready for my friendship yet. (laughs) They're working on other things. They're really busy and they can't spend all of their time with me. Yeah, so one of these days. Yeah, I think that it's next year is going to be our year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it's <laughs> it looks so cool and uh, I just really want to go so bad. But someday next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Um. Well, they talk about the opening shot. It seems to be a single tracking point of view shot, but in reality, it's three. There are three cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, the mask goes on. The second and third, after the murder has taken place, and the shape is ex- exiting the room. So that's that's a little pop in my balloon. I thought it was just one. I thought it was one take. <laughs> it's still good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean he's still over, he's still okay, I guess. <laughs> um, and they talk about um, Loomis being named after the character from Psycho, of course. Yeah, I love that. Um, I love Donald Pleasance too. I forgot how much I appreciate him. I rewatched the the movie uh, a couple weeks ago, I guess, and I just forgot how good he is. And he really like holds it down as you know the vet actor. And it, he's just, he's so great. Yeah, they wanted um, Peter Cushing or Christopher Lee to play um, Loomis, and they passed. So Yeah, I mean, any of those guys have been great. Christopher Lee is just baller, you know. Yeah. I love Peter Cushing, too, and they'd all be great, but I love that Donald Pleasance just kind of made it his own. Yeah. Um, I have two more little tidbits, and then... <gasps> Yay. I'll be done. I'll be done with the facts. Um, so um, one of the scary movies that Lindsay Wallace watches on TV is the 1951 version of The Thing, uh, which Ooh. Carpenter would remake in 1982. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And the Myers house was relocated in the 80s. Um, oh, um, where's that at now? I see people take their photos in front of it all the yeah. time on Instagram. So it was in, in 1987, it was relocated from its location at 709 Meridian Avenue um, in South Pasadena, California, after it was slated to be demolished. The house is, the house is now located at 1000 Mission Street in South Pasadena. And mm. it won't be going anywhere. The home was named a historical landmark in the city of South Pasadena, not only because of its cinematic history, but also because the house itself dates back to 1888 and is thought oh. to be the oldest surviving residential structure in the city. That's so interesting. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. Did not know that. I didn't know that either. I mean, it, it looks, doesn't look that old. I, was say, I mean, it, it looks, looks old, old but, but it doesn't look like 100 years old. Jeez, that is so cool, though. Yeah, I like had my mind blown just then. <laughs> it was like a super historical building. That's nuts. But I think it just goes, you know. I think in recent years, um, I think some other what you would call slashers have gotten their due. Um, I guess like Black Christmas is. I guess now considered like the first 
slasher. Mm-hmm. Um, it came mm-hmm. out, I guess, three or four years before Halloween. But I mean, I think Halloween is still considered the granddaddy of slashers. Yeah, and, um, I mean, I like Black Christmas, but it is kind of like goofy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I feel like Halloween's the one that made it actually like a player in you know the horror genre and actually made it really scary. Yeah, yeah. Because every time I watch the original Black Christmas, I laugh so hard when he's Oh yeah, it's like hilarious. Phone, so funny. It's so <laughs> weird and like they're talking. <laughs> Like the in between so scenes dirty. are hilarious. Like the yes. people are just so like joking the whole time, and it's very like strange. Uh, yeah, <laughs> back and forth between those kind of serious scenes, and then everyone's just mm. being super bizarre and like drinking and singing. And <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, and Halloween is like legit scary. Yeah, like they're pretty serious. I mean, there's some like cutesy parts. Um, like friends joking around and stuff, but it feels more real, more realistic about like how people talk to each other. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, um, yeah, I was thinking just while I go when I was talking about my, uh, my steal of a deal from Best Buy, um, I, I forgot H2O and then what's the other one? Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I have there. That's in that set too. And, I went back and watched those two, and H2O is worse than I remember. And <laughs> I think it was just because they just – so the original was 78, and then part four was 88, and then H2O was 98. And then for some reason they didn't do it in 2008 with Rob Zombie. They did it in 07, like idiots. And then this new one <laughs> – this How new one is, is yeah. yeah. This new yeah. one is 2018. So I think it was just a matter of, um, you know, not only is is he back in a good way, but also um, Jamie Lee Curtis was back, and yeah, I, I, I don't. I think it was well. It came out after Scream, so it's definitely same studio, but it was in the shadow of Scream at that point. So mm. I think that's why it had the hip young cast that it did but um yeah, i was gonna say josh hartnett was like the epitome of heartthrob back then oh yeah. so cute just yeah. like messy hair just yes. too cool for everybody yeah, yeah. too cool. the faculty yes. <laughs> a fun fact about him he actually hasn't washed his hair since h2o so, <laughs> so it is still grungy if you want to I will say he he was actually really good in Penny Dreadful. I don't know if y'all watched that on Showtime. Right? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I heard it's good. Yeah, I don't. It was um, it was I don't know. It was not what I was expecting, but it was really well done. And I was kind of mm-hmm. bummed they only did three seasons. But anyways, um, but yeah, I, again, I think it was just the the buzz about it, and you know, it was. I think Lena was saying it, you saw things about it on MTV and it was in Spencer's and it was all in the mall. And, you know, it was definitely kind of a uh, spiritually related scream. And, mm-hmm. um, man, it was rough. And then <laughs> Resurrection, I actually, that's the only one I saw in the movie theaters. Um, so, um, I mean, even then I was like, Jesus, this is, you know, but I. <laughs> I didn't even get to, I didn't finish it like not too long ago. Like I, I got about halfway into it. And it's like, I just cannot with this. And wow. someone brought up a good point. It would have been awesome if, 
if this new one was following H2O, like if they just ignored Resurrection. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I guess they'll explain why they're just disregarding all all of them. But, but you know, it's interesting, though, because in the trailer, they have those kids running around. They have the mask from Part 3. They have the silver shamrock mm-hmm. masks on. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's just like a little... Easter egg. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be lots of those in the in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting too because if you watch, um, if you watch part three, which you should, um, they they have a commercial for the TV showing of Halloween, like the first one. Oh, that's fun. So it's like, okay, so it's a they're not in the same universe, I guess. Like, because I don't know. It's just like, how, how does this work? Yeah. But. It's Don't ask questions. <laughs> so, Don't think too hard. Um, so, yeah. So, that's, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's a good little chat about it, I think. Unless anybody yeah, has anything yeah, else to, to add. I don't have anything to add. I'm definitely going to go see it. I should probably go ahead and buy tickets um, to go see it. I, you know, I'd love to be there opening night. I think that would be really fun to see with all the... Well, the other horror fans, you know, I think I think it's like a really special when these kind of things come up where horror fans are really actually excited instead of just like, oh, it's another stupid, you know, PG-13, like teen throwaway slasher. It's like this is something that we can all like kind of get behind. And I, I get really excited about stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's I think it's good that they. um Carpenter's back as a producer. He's also back doing the music. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is back, obviously. Um, so I think it's cool that they're incorporating, um, you know, some of the classic elements from the franchise. Um, yeah, I think they really wanted to do it right. And, you know, I think with that sort of effort, you know, they better not screw it up. <laughs> and I don't, and I don't think if it was a bad movie that those, that John Carpenter and Jimmy Lee Curtis would be like, yeah, we'll be in it. You know, I don't, I don't yeah. think they really need yeah. it that bad where they would just be like, Oh yeah, sure. Whatever. You know, I think it really makes a difference that they're supporting it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think we're cautiously optimistic at this point. I think we're just optimistic. I think. Yeah. I think, I think that's it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, that was a fun retro rewind. It yeah. does help. If, I mean, if you, if it's you, a big one. If you say it a little slow. It does help. It does. Um, retro rewind. Bum, bum, bum. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about as easy. <laughs> it's about as fast as I can do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did want to mention this just because we forgot about it earlier. Um, Sabrina comes out on the 26th. Yes! Oh, oh, so excited. And did you see the thing about the art? There's some parts where there's some art in the movie, and it's done by Clive Barker. Ooh, awesome. So cool. (laughs) I can't wait. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I was already excited, but it really sold me with that. So did. Yeah, I think... um, Netflix is making all the money right now. So like, um, you know, I think they're, they're not having a lot of missteps, um, mm-hmm. you know, short of, you know, the Adam Sandler movies they keep putting out, but, um, 
Don't get me started. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, they've they've really, I mean, every like we're we're still plowing through Ozark right now. It's incredible, and um, Glow was incredible. I mean, they I, I think they're gonna. I think just taking the blueprint of Riverdale, which I haven't seen all of Riverdale, but the, like the first, I saw a lot of the first season, and I mean it's killer. I mean they they mm-hmm. totally reinvented those characters and took a lot of inspiration from the current comics that they have out. And um, but um, oh, they also are doing Apostle too. I don't know if you've seen the previews for that. Oh, um, yes. it's like period a period horror film, and Dan Stevens, who is perfect. Mm. Um, is going to like save his sister from a cult mm-hmm. and it looks like intense gory like it seems like netflix is just going all out and they just don't they're just doing whatever they want and i love it yeah it mm-hmm. seems like they've really invested in some stuff that's going to be really interesting and weird and different which i am all for i like that so go netflix yes. shout out this week to netflix like mm-hmm. they need it but well here we are <laughs> I'm uh I'm terrified of cults. Um, not that's really. really. That's real scary. Yeah. Like, well, not like not like a specific thing. I just I've always had a reoccurring nightmare of like I can't get away. You know, so like I'm in the compound and like there turn around. There's always people following me and crap. And like I, I've had dozens of like cult dreams, and it's just like. I don't know what it is. It just it just freaks me out. And so, actually, I just watched. Did y'all have y'all seen the Endless yet? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, really good. Yeah, that was cultish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, it is. So, um, and that one was pretty good. It wasn't what I was expecting. Um, I wasn't blown away or anything, but I mean, it was it was pretty solid. Yeah, it was interesting, especially from like indie perspective. You yeah. know. Considering that, it's like that's they did a great job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's um, cult elements in it. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, I probably should ask this before we started recording. Does anybody have any shout outs? Ooh, um, I'm trying to think of like if there's anything I've been listening to lately, not necessarily like people that I've talked to or things, but things that I just have really liked. Um, I really liked this podcast. I think my brother actually told me about it. It's called Scare You to Sleep. And Ooh. because there are all of these horror podcasts that do like short short stories that people write stories and submit it to the podcast. Um, cool. And they do like music and voice acting and stuff. But this one is much more low key. Like the narrator, she speaks in like this kind of a whisper voice. And it's supposed to be like these stories are more they're scary but they're still a little bit more like low-key there's not loud noises suddenly like that sort of thing and the stories that she does are just are really good i don't know they're just like different from i feel like usual creepypasta stories um yeah um they're really good so i really liked listening to those too and I play, I just like her like peaceful nice voice too. Um, <laughs> but I yeah, I've, grad, so yeah, oh it's it's a good one. Um, I, re- I really like I really liked her stories a whole lot, uh, and I listen to a ton of podcasts. Um, but that's one that's just been really standing out to me is it's kind of like Halloweeny, you know, scary stories. I, mm-hmm. I just really like her podcast a lot. Awesome. 
I haven't been listening to a lot of new stuff. I am just now discovering the last podcast on the left. I know oh my god! Super popular. Um, We're gonna but, have to talk about uh, them. They are hilarious. Okay, and I'm so happy. Pasta. I've mm-hmm. been listening to all their creepypasta episodes. Oh, my gosh. Literally been dying of laughter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Ben oh. Kessel is such a nut when he reads those. He's hilarious. Um, yeah. My favorite has been the, the Slender Man erotica ones. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that one so um, much. Especially when they're reading it and they're like, this is scary. I promise. It's scary. And then it's just... <laughs> I love that because it's like Henry Sobrowski starts telling this story and then it very quickly like descends into like straight up erotica. Yes, yes, it's great. Hilarious. Yeah, everyone should listen to that for a laugh, but uh, not for virgin years to let you know that. Yeah, I've I've had a lot of friends who've listened to it who found it um, offensive um, because you have to have a pretty sick sense of humor. And, you know, I mean, they talk about, like, they're comedians, and they talk about, like, JonBenet Ramsey and, like, stuff like that. So you have to be, like, a little bit, like, you know, you got to be in for the role, like, run. You have to, you can't be, like, clutching your pearls, you know. You guys got to be down for (laughs) all kinds of weirdness. (laughs) I mean, one of my favorite things to do is clutch my pearls. (laughs) I love that That describes us. Like, I love that because it's very southern. It's very southern. Bless my pearls. Yeah. (laughs) Bless your heart. (laughs) Also, I also like to cast my pearls to swine because that's a thing. So, oh, (laughs) yes. Very (laughs) sophisticated. (laughs) Um, Cool. So, I had one shout out um spooky dudes podcast um they're on instagram spooky dudes podcast all one word um they've been cool they've like inter- interacted with some of our posts and liked and comment and stuff like that so um also wanted to mention um so um i think I think Kayla said to mention this earlier and I forgot until just a second. So we've been doing our second annual Halloween movie list. And this year we're only doing just one big list. Last year we did a movie like a grown up list and a kid's movie list. And we decided not to do all that stuff this year. So we're doing one big like list and we tried to not copy anything from the last list. I think there's like two that were on last year's list. So we didn't exactly pull it off, but we tried. Um, Mm -hmm. But the first movie on the list this year was the WNUF um, Halloween special, which I love. And uh, one of the writers on it, Jimmy George, follows us, and he's awesome. Um, They announced today they are setting up funding for the sequel. Oh, Um, good. That's awesome. So if you go to uh, the director's Instagram, Chris LaMartina, so Chris.L-A-M-A-R-T-I-N-A, um, he has the GoFundMe um, link, and you can click it. Um, it's basically they did a little um, uh, like a low budget uh, video promoting it, and he's like, you know, flying around on a witch's broom, and you know it's in a, on a blue screen, all this crap. So it looks awesome, but um, it's set in the universe that they created with the first one and it's going to be set in the nineties. And that was kind of of like all that they would give out, um, as far as that goes. So, um, 
so yeah, so that was awesome. Um, if you want to go back and read what I wrote about it, it's on our website. And um, so yeah, but I think they made that first one for like ten thousand bucks. Wow, that's really impressive. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's so so um, you know, I think anything they can get past that, it will just make it even that much better. So mm-hmm. um, so. Well, cool. Um, I guess that's about it, unless anybody has anything. Uh, nope. <laughs> Go see horror in the theaters yes. this month. I think that that's, uh, that's really awesome. And that's pretty much all I have to say. It's like, I'm going to go to the movies during the day and probably just watch like three or four, knock it out and try to support them. So we get more good stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the Nashville area, um, the bell court's showing a bunch of awesome stuff. Um, oh, yeah, I think right. they, I don't know. They had like Halloween had a midnight showing not too long ago, or maybe it's this weekend. I don't know. And then they're doing the 12 hour, um, horror film festival thing they do every year. Uh, is it 12 hours or 24 hours? 12 hours. So, I went one year. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. You're the pro. I'm the novice. I don't know. So, um, uh, I only went once, but it's a, it's a total blast. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, going on around town. Yeah. Um, and I was going to also throw in, if you're around Nashville at the full moon, we're not hosting a movie this month, but evil dead this weekend. Yay! Oh, around. and the full moon horror and tattoo convention will be next weekend. <gasps> that's right. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and announce we will not be in attendance. Um, there is a, maybe a slight chance Lana shows up just to check it out, but we won't have a booth or a table mm-hmm. or anything. Um, as you know, Kayla moved to New York. Um, KB will be in Orlando and I will be in Las Vegas. So <laughs> we are we, living the dream. Y'all. If we, we, yeah. <laughs> if we could get Lena to go to Seattle, we'd be in like all four points, but <laughs> That's she doesn't want to do that. So, um, it was just, uh, it's a bad timing. Um, I was going to do it, try to get just me and Lena to do it. But then I found out that my, this work trip is the same, the exact same week. So of course, um, but, um, yeah, but definitely go support those guys. Um, you can go to full—I don't know if it's fullmooncineplex.com or slaughterhouse.com. One of those, and they have the lineup. There's a lot of awesome guests that'll be there um, to meet and greet and pictures and all that, and a lot of local vendors. I know. Um, I think Tennessee Horror News will be there. That's where I met them last year, and um, probably Modern Horrors will be there, and uh, maybe some others. I don't know. So. Yeah, so we hate that we're going to have to miss it, but we will be back, hopefully hosting a movie next month. And And also, people should go by the slaughterhouse Mm. in Hermitage. Eli and his wife went. Yeah, it was very awesome. Um, I mean, that's like a perfect... I mean, that's like a perfect weekend. You go to an old school theater, (laughs) you watch a horror movie, you walk outside, you wait in line, and then you go into a haunted house. Like... It doesn't get better. Yeah, and I mean, they also <laughs> serve beer if you're down with that, um, so you can drink. Got good beer, yes. yeah, be great. good beer, and that's coming from the beer connoisseur of the group. That's right. So, um, <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, and then keep paying attention to uh, our Instagram. We. Um, had some setbacks with Monsters Ball, which is going on the 25th, but I, we, we, should, we should have updates soon. Um, I think everything's still a go on that, so um, we'll have some details shortly. And um, 
I don't know when this is going to happen. I mean, I technically have everything I need, but we're, I just hadn't pulled the trigger. Um, we should be opening up our online store soon. Um, so for the people that are not in the Nashville area, and believe it or not, I don't know if I've shown you guys this, we have a lot of like followers on Instagram in like L.A. and New York. Mm-hmm. And... I would not have assumed that. Um, so that's awesome. That's cool. Hello, East Coast and West Coast. Um, All the coast. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if you guys want to get a T-shirt, we're going to have some of our posters for sale that we have had at these movie showings. Um, so if you weren't able to attend, we'll have them there. Um, and then, you know, we'll start carrying other stuff, um, more shirts and hats and goodies and stuff like that. So, um the nuts and bolts of it are set up. I mean, it's ready to go. I just haven't put it online yet. So pay attention for that announcement soon. And, um, I think that's it. I don't really have anything else. I feel like I'm rambling. I don't really have anything else to say. <laughs> we're just trying <laughs> to let the people know the things they need to know. Yeah. That's I mean, it's just, there's a lot of, all we're saying is there's a lot of facts this month. So, um, it's the best month of the year. It is. So it is. We just gotta, we just gotta like have, all the fun yeah <laughs> yeah do all the stuff <laughs> enjoy yourself and yes. <laughs> hopefully we're gonna get to record one more time before halloween um it the the episode may not drop until after halloween but we're gonna try to get one more in um we're waiting to hear back for some interviews um i've had some people ask when's our next interview i think the last one was joe bob right was it july or did we? Uh, have, or did we? No, have, you did the uh, oh. Freddie book people. Yeah. Right, like, right, right. Words are hard. Yeah, <laughs> words are hard. Yeah. yeah, the words and pages go. Um, yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, but that's you know that's been a few weeks now, and so um, we uh, we had a we thought we had a really big one lined up, and it hasn't come to fruition yet. So we're not going to spoil it just because it may, I mean, I may get a call tomorrow and there we go. But, um, still trying to get a October interview in for the Halloween season. So, um, just keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll pull a miracle out and get something going. So, (laughs) but, um, yeah, so that is all for episode 23. And, uh, oh, Kayla, do our socials real quick, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we are on Instagram, mostly Instagram, Music City Horror, uh, Twitter, Facebook. We also have a blog where you can read all of our amazing horror movie list posts that we individually write, and it's so much fun. Um, so definitely check out our blog and read a little bit. Um, you can also check us out at Indie Popcorn as well. Um, download us on iTunes and oh my gosh, where else? There's another place that they can find us. Uh, Stitcher. <laughs> Stitcher, um, Stitcher, yes. <laughs> I always forget that one. Yeah. Um, there's another one we just got added to. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh. Somebody changed the link on the thing. I don't know what it is. Sorry. Um, (laughs) The, um, yeah, there's another new one. Um, We're still, I I don't know what's going on. I'll give you a little backstory. So basically there's certain podcasts. um, uh, I don't know what you call it. Providers or they host this, the, the episodes and there's some that already have a direct agreement with Spotify. So if you pay them to host your uh, podcast, you automatically get on Spotify. Um, we didn't go that route. We went the free route. So 
our stuff is getting distributed to all the free um, podcast things, but we're not on Spotify yet. So that's like the last ah. big one. Um, I think they're saying like between five and 10% of like podcast traffic's on Spotify right now. So we're getting screwed at the moment, but, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. There's just a pro a, a process. Um, I, I've submitted the form. I submitted our RSS feed and that was probably January or February. I still haven't heard anything. So, um, I, they, from what I hear, they don't really tell you, you, you just end up on their <laughs> app one day. So I just kind of check it periodically, but, um, yeah, that's the last big one we're waiting on. Um, we are on YouTube as well. I kind of slacked on those for a while, but I went through and on the last episode I uploaded every, all of our episodes on, on YouTube. So this one will be on YouTube as well. So if you're, uh, you know, a lot of people still get their music and videos and podcasts on YouTube. So if that's where you want to listen, it'll be there as well. And, um, yeah i think that's it so awesome yeah so thanks for listening um episode 23 and we will see you next time Bye. bye